Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Fran. But she's actually my mom, so we usually don't watch the same shows. Because we don't even like the same shows. Okay, calm down. We're going to give it a try. Well, let's see how it goes. Anyway, let's watch TV. Hope you don't pick anything weird. Mom, just roll Hello, let's watch TV listeners. That reminded me of something. Only God knows what. You know Jimmy Cash? Yes. Jimmy Cash, you guys, hilarious comedian. He's also an elementary school janitor. He was talking about how there is like meet the teacher night at his school. And whenever meet the teacher night happens, the janitors have to like hide away so they're not seen. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, we're over here playing janitors of the opera. (laughs) (laughs) He's so funny. He is so funny. Well, welcome back to Let's Watch TV, everyone. Wanted to give you a quick apology for Mm. our lack. Go ahead and apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize to everyone Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. our lack of episode last week. Yep, we lost it. We lost an episode. That's my bad. But actually, it's tech. Please pray tell. My tell all the fans what happened. My external hard drive, which I save everything to, took a big old shadoob. And I the files are on there and I can't get them off. So sorry, we're we had to re-record this episode. So we're re-recording now. The episode's coming out for you. Just so you guys know, I am back on tour. I want to see y'all. This weekend, I'm going to be in Miami, Florida. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. After that, it's Salt Lake City, Boise, Vegas, Rhode Island, Chicago, Milwaukee, Rochester, Atlanta, New Orleans, Portland, Boston, North Charlotte, Appleton, Fort Wayne, Louisville, Kentucky. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. So let me just say something for all the fans and listeners out there. My son, Joe Dombrowski, had technical difficulty. (laughs) And he couldn't fix it, everybody. And we couldn't get you the whole entire hour of podcasting that we did to you. Mm -hmm. So, mm, karma's a bitch. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. First of all, anyway, one mm. mistake. Versus infinite, infinite lack of one mistake versus infinite, consistently, easily fixable lapses in knowledge. Well, let me tell you, he has me. I just left Seattle, been there visiting. Bring your computer, mom, so I can take a look at it. Bring the new box I gave you. Bring the microphone. Bring all that. Need to take a look at it and show you, mom how to set it up. I go in his podcast studio. He's yippity yappity yippity doing something else, right? And I'm sitting there going, this looks pretty easy. I take the box, I plug it in. I take the microphone, I plug it in, got everything all set up and just sat there and waited for him. Like, what was the huge thing that you think I could, didn't know where to plug shit in? You know what? And he never did look at my computer. So I'm just, just so you know, live Mama by Fran the was on her game. On her game. You're not living by the golden rule right now, Francis. You are oh, not living oh, oh, by oh, the oh, golden rule. Uh, you are not living anyway, by the golden rule. 
the name of the show that we watched was Only Murders in the Building. It's a series on Hulu. It has two seasons. And the Patreon member is who, Joe? Ginger Smith. Ginger, bless G- your heart. Bless your heart, Ginger. <laughs> Thank you for this American mystery comedy. We watched it. <laughs> Keep enjoyed that mouth it. nice and close. <laughs> Keep that mouth nice okay. and close. <laughs> you Can you see t- it? <laughs> a little bit. You got to tell the people what happened. Have Ezra fix that. My teeth fell out. <laughs> On the plane home. What were you eating? Were you just sitting there and all of a sudden your teeth <laughs> falling out of your mouth? I was eating a quesadilla that was really soft. And I have a bridge on the bottom of my mouth to the right here. Yeah. And it holds two teeth that are now gone. Can you do me a favor? That I'm getting replastered in there next week and who's some your, um, Who's your dentist? Doctor. Well, just don't say it. Listen, listen. That's what I was thinking. Listen. He's good. He's these, good. These these bridges were in for twenty years. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Can you price out what? What if we knocked all your teeth out and just got you no! porcelain veneers? Porcelain no. veneers. Why? Why would I? Those are like dentures. No. No, they're not dentures. They're in your face. I'm getting implants. What are which are. Teeth that never, never move. Can we just knock all your teeth out and get all a whole mouth of implants? No, we can't do that. Why? Why did your doctor do that? Did your doctor say how expensive is it? I wonder. Out of pocket, it's going to cost me about three grand. For what? And I have dental insurance that's going to cover the rest for one tooth. For one tooth is three thousand dollars out of my pocket. And there's some people that don't have insurance, but I have insurance. Pretty good. Oh, it's cost a lot more than that. Yeah. So one tooth is going to cost me that. We got to get you some you wanna teeth. Donate, you want to donate to the teeth repair business, you know? I, maybe maybe I just won't pay you and I'll just have all your paychecks yeah. go straight to your teeth. We're going to get them teeth fixed, Fran. We're going to get... I'm going to set up your own little personal... What's that called? When people set up something, they people donate money. You know what? Yeah, you know what you got to set up? You got to set up a milk cart upside down on the side of the road with a mug and a sign that says need money for teeth. What is that called when people say I set up a get your only? No, what's it called? Crowdfunding. <laughs> Crowdsourcing. No, get your own. What's get it called? Get your only. Get your only. I think no, it's something, called. something fund. I don't know. Go fund me. Go fund me, Paige, directly to you to go fund me to go get the rest We're of We're not. No, I can't handle when people do GoFundMe's for shit like this. There was a Mine girl for who you. I knew. Only for you to donate to my page. Only you. Oh, I'm, I'm asking only... other people to donate. You're doing You're a GoFundMe and, and I'm the only donor? Yeah. It's I hate, be called I have seen people do GoFundMe's for like their wedding or other stuff or like GoFundMe's yeah. for stuff they like claim, oh, I can't pay my bills and blah, blah, blah. This one, actually someone that I went to college with hit me up and asked me to share their GoFundMe because they couldn't pay their bills and stuff like that. And here's the thing. Wow. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not judging anybody's journey, first of all. No. Okay. I know that no. desperate times come for, for desperate measures. And I know that sometimes that that may have been an uncomfortable decision for that person to 
have to, I thought it was ballsy, but it must have been an uncomfortable for, position for them to feel like they had to ask that. But on the other hand, they're over here on their page saying, oh, we're two starving artists. And you know, I was a starving artist for a long time too. And you know what? I had another job. And you know the other thing too? How are you going to put a GoFundMe page and then I go to your Instagram and you are talking about this fresh manicure that you just got and you're talking about this TV that you just bought and you're doing all this. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, no. The audacity to ask me to share your GoFundMe and you're over here doing things that don't need funding. I just didn't find that. I didn't find the. I can't. I can't connect the dots to contribute to that, boo. I can't. There was something new that came up for a wedding, and I thought it was interesting. It was Someone for. You know, it was shit. for not only the shower but the wedding, and you know how they put out. I'm registered at so and so and so and so. Really, I'm registered at so and so and so and so. Well, they also put up in their registry a connection, like a GoFundMe, whatever, for their honeymoon. And it goes to the special platform to donate for their honeymoon. Now, I did do it for the bride, for the shower, mm -hmm. but I wasn't sure how I fully felt about it. Now, here's my thing. See my Band-Aid from Macadoodle? Anyway. Here's here's my thing. I'm a mess. What, I'm what a mess. It, wouldn't you're totally fine. You look great in your little jean jacket, your little meme jacket. We should put some Gotta rhinestones. On. We're gonna put a rhinestone in the back of that jean jacket. It's gonna say Mima. No. Okay. That doesn't bother me so much because to me, isn't that kind of the same as like going to the wedding and just giving them money? Isn't it the same? Because they probably spend that money on like their honeymoon or something like that. Yeah, I thought of it a lot of different ways. And part of me said, well, if you can't afford to go on a honeymoon and pay for it yourself, then to me, that stuff should never come out of your gifts from a wedding. That oh, wedding really? gift stuff should be, yeah, for, let's say, a house and put it away in your savings or, you know, buy something for your house or whatever. But to go of... on a trip, to go on a trip, it's like if you can't afford to go on a honeymoon, with the money that you've saved, then don't ask me for that money. Don't See, go. See, I kind of That disagree. was part of what I felt. And the other part I felt was like what you said. Well, what's the difference if I'm registered at Target or whatever? Right. Well, see, that that's the difference to me is I'm a firm believer that like when you give somebody money, it's not your money anymore. So how they spend it is how they spend it. So like I don't particularly like when somebody gives money to a homeless person and then they say, don't spend it on drugs. It's like, you, hey, you're giving them the money and you're, you That's just right. got to hope that they do what you want with it. But That's right. the other thing, it's like with that too, like if someone's doing a GoFundMe and you put money into it, you got to be fine with what they do to it. So, I agree. So like, I don't know, with, with that, I feel like them having money towards their honeymoon is the same as going to a wedding and just giving them money. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could be. I did. I did. Uh, that's what the gift I gave them was I donated to their honeymoon. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you, you did back. it. <gasps> so it made me. I did no. it. But I had How really long ago was it. it? I don't like that. It was I, I it was long enough that a thank you card should have came. And to me, if you don't send a thank you, it's not that I'm asking you to thank mm. me. It's mm -mm. to ensure that you received the gift. See, I'm. Yes, I hear you. But I'm also a little bit on the other side, too, where 
if I do something, if I do something for somebody, I am not expecting much back. It's definitely not a IOU or I expect a favor or something no. equivalent to what I Mm-mm. gave you. I'm just, I'm just gonna call his ass out right now. Andrew Nalian, one of my one of my best one friends from best college. Friends. In college, whenever he would buy a round of shots, he would always expect us to all buy another shot back. And it's like, no, I'm not doing that. He knows that, too. It's funny. But anyway, I'm not talking about that. I have somebody in my life, too, who I have done many things for that I've gone out of my way to, like, show appreciation multiple times. There hasn't even been spoken the word thank you. There was always like an, oh my gosh, or this is great or something, but not a thank you. And that is one of my biggest pet peeves. And recently- Who are you talking about? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not talking about this on the podcast. You're not talking about me, are you? You think I'm going to talk this shit in front of you about you? I think we're close <laughs> yes. enough that you would hear it immediately. People <laughs> always talk, comment in our relationship. We do not hold back. Yeah. Everyone needs to know that. But- Recently, I've done some very nice things for people that I that I kind of didn't think needed to happen, but I appreciate these people and wanted to show them that I appreciate them and got a text thank you, which didn't bother me as much as a no thank you at all. But in this new day and age, I think that's just a little too easy. You call, you can call, you can call and say thank you and have a and have 15, 20 minutes of catching up and a thank you. I think that that is that. But just a, if you do something unexpectedly nice for someone and they just give you a text thank you, I don't think I'm okay. And I was actually guilty of it recently. And I caught myself immediately and called the person because I was like, that is not a nice feeling well, when I it happens to you. This but is it is the, better is than nothing. New, it is better than this nothing. This is the new generation of what is appropriate and what's not. And I think everybody has a different feeling or a sense of what they feel is appropriate. Some people hardly write a thank you card anymore, but Aunt Ginger always writes a thank you card and Catherine always writes a thank you card, handwritten and sends it to me whenever I give her something for whatever. Oh, I love that. That's so far and few between. Yeah, I, I mean, think I card don't do that is myself. Even, oh, a handwritten thank you is like at the top of gratitude. I think a phone call Top. comes next. You took the a time. Text, a text to me is like, at least you did it, but this isn't fantastic. And no thank you at all is, in my book, unacceptable. But as far as, you know, we're so far gone from the formality of writing a handwritten note, which is a beautiful gesture, and I wish it never went away. Texting is the new generation of thinking that it's okay. So I think people but are, I don't agree. I almost don't have to get comfortable. Do what you think is right. Do what you think is the best method. But I think I think people are going to have to get comfortable with an email or a text because people aren't too. taking the time like they used to. Uh, they're not taking really the sad. time. They're not taking the time. You know, I got to I think the too. worst thing is not to thank somebody for something. Especially, absolute especially, worst. especially when it's like, incredibly thoughtful like if somebody's doing something for you yeah but you know what you you're deciding what's incredibly thoughtful. oh i'm not talking about me might be different 
No, um, I'm not. I'm not talking about what I've done. I've had people do incredibly thoughtful things for me, and I, mm-hmm. when I receive a gift or or something special, that I look at it, I'm like, I can't believe that this person went out of their way to do this for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I caught like here's an example. A friend of mine from college who I we, we're we're close, right? But we don't get to see each other very much because we live in different states and stuff like that. I moved into my new house. They sent me a charcuterie board. A fresh charcuterie board, like done. And I thought it was the sweetest thing. Now it was, I knew this person has a wonderful sense of humor. So I called them and told them, you're going to find this hilarious, but this is now the fifth charcuterie board that we've received from getting our new house. (laughs) So thank God you sent a gift receipt. But it was just so funny because I was like, I guess that's what you get people when they get a new house, a charcuterie board. So like we had a good laugh. Right. We had a good laugh about it. But like I thought I it was unexpected from that person. But you that. were kidding about the fifth charcuterie board. Sure was that not. That would be mean to say that. This sure. no, that, no. that would be rude. This, listen, you listen, my son, if that were to happen, you don't say that to somebody. You just say, thank you very much. I really appreciated it. Wait, really? I because I thought it. I, well, it's the fifth board I got with the with the take it back, you know, receipt. No, that makes people feel bad because they, they're thinking they're getting the most thoughtful individual gift. They're sending that to you to, for you to say, oh, I got five of these already. That's like saying, I got five of these. That's not nice. I didn't. That's not oh, nice. Oh, God, you're right. You are right. You are right. But I That's do. Too you honest. are right. You are right. However, you can take my, it back and get something else. My relationship with this person. It was acceptable. I feel maybe not. No, you could say that to me and my feelings would still be hurt. And I'm your mother. Are you serious? I'm serious. Because people take time, just like writing a thank you note. They take the time. They take the effort. They spend their money and they're being thoughtful. And uh-huh. if I knew that five, you got five other things that I already sent you that would hurt me. Damn. Yeah. So think about that next time you open your big mouth. Damn. Damn. I hope it was. So now that you way. learn. Who said that? I thought said you're I not think, beyond learning. I think that we had a good laugh together. Like I think, of course, he's gonna laugh. What's he gonna do? Cry? Shit. Yeah, and tears. They did me dirty. <laughs> no, no. Full blown. Okay, tears. should we get uh, on to the show? Jesus, everybody. So sorry, we just wasted twenty minutes of bullshit talk about nothing. Let's get into what we actually watched: Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, starring Steve Martin, Martin Short, and. Demi, not Demi Lovato, Jesus Christ, Selena, Selena. Gomez, which we're going to get into that whole era of Disney fame. Yeah. Thank you to Patreon, Ginger Smith, for watching this. And also, you guys, if you want to become a Patreon member, that's how we select the shows to watch for Let's Watch TV. Become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash Jodombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Jodombrowski. Patreon.com slash Jodombrowski. Thank you so much. Okay. And one thing I want... Support us. That's how we stay on the air. That's one of the things I want to say is we get a lot of suggestions. I mean, we've got hundreds and hundreds of suggestions Mm -hmm. and we can't do all of them. And when we go, went back to try to do some of the older ones, they're hard to find or they're not on TV anymore or something like that might have happened. But one of the things that would help us the most is where did you view this show? Which most people... Most people do, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. So you should tell us what the show is and where to watch it. What network is it on? Where to watch it, right. 
Right. And and some may be not quite appropriate. Joey, you know, Joe and I are trying to be more appropriate with each other. And there's some shows that I might not watch with him. Just saying. Yeah, we have so, come across um, a few that we're not going to watch. Yeah. Keep so it in there mind. might we're, be some we're things that we're suggesting. Yeah, and if you're if you're wondering why we haven't done a show, maybe that might be the issue. So, but we really go through it with a fine tooth comb a little bit. So, really thank do. you for the suggestion. And if Keep you ha- we haven't done your show, suggest another one. Okay, enough of for this. Sure. Get into the show. So it was written by Steve Martin and John Hoffman. The premise of the show is three strangers share an obsession with true crime and suddenly find themselves wrapped up in a true crime. They all live in a New York Upper West Side apartment building, a neighborhood. So they all live together and come to find out they're all doing the same thing. They're hooked on true crime podcasts, and they all seem to listen to the same podcast. In the building, what happens is one of the residents is murdered. Well, they think commits Sue. Is murdered. He's murdered. Murdered, Mm -hmm. I say. So they start trying to figure it out. Now, the show felt a lot like the game of Clue to me, playing Clue. Love it. Did it to you? Yes, I love playing Clue. I love the movie Clue. Last Halloween, we went and saw the play Clue. Fantastic. Which I think is why Where also we... we saw it at Meadowbrook. I think we even took Morgan. I don't even remember seeing it. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember seeing it. Anyway, okay. So if you like the idea of a clue game this is good and the in the trio is is really determined to solve the mystery of this thing so we watched season one it has 10 episodes we watched season one episode one and i watched two it does have two episodes has two seasons and one of the things is the cops are saying this is a suicide but these three musketeers decided nope it's not a suicide it's a murder we've got to find out what's going on And I loved it. Now, I have to tell the fans that they have to, first of all, love the show. I love the show. And before we usually do this at the end, are you going to watch it again? Answer on three, one, two, three. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. But again, it's another one of those shows, just like Yellowstone and just like Ozark, where you have to get through the first episode. And you have to give it a full chance. You're really going to get hooked second episode. But the first episode, they spend a lot of time with setup. You really get to know the characters, their motivations. You get a, a, a real good look into the backstory of why this is happening. It's important, but it's not as stimulating. So... It's not as it's not as much of a hook as you might think. So my advice to everybody is yeah. if you're going to watch Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, get through episode one, watch episode two, be hooked by episode three. Right. Would you agree? Yes. The episode one is introducing you to the characters and why they connect. Mm-hmm. And it also is just setting you up for what's going to be coming. So it's all yeah. a, a setup. It's setting you up. So sometimes... Well, you know what I think about this? I think that one of the reasons why the first episode might have been a little more bland is one of the things they take a lot of time to set up in, in episode one, is that all three characters have a similar theme. And the theme of all three characters is they're lonely. And loneliness is not always exciting and colorful and in and 
overly enjoyable to watch. So I think because the creators made that choice to focus on the loneliness so heavily in episode one, added to the lack of funny. Yeah, the, uh, the first episode lacked as much humor as the rest of the show. And I don't know, draw, appeal, hook, attention getter, maybe those things were kind of lacking. But however, very bold choice to let you know because you do need to know that these characters are lonely and you need to know why. So take it with a grain of salt. And they got something going on in their, in their life. So that's the setup on one. And in and, and season episode two, they set it up that there's these two older guys, Steve Martin and Martin Short are older guys. And when they hook up with Selena Gomez, who's the young whippersnapper, she's much more technical. She's much more social media savvy. She's much more investigative in a, in the current methods. Mm-hmm. And they aren't. Right. right. They they aren't. And they'll ask her, well, how'd you find that out? You know, oh, I looked it up on Google or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> right. So they match up these guys generationally, which is really kind of fun. To me, the funny really, really started is when they in the building, they were memorializing the guy who died. Right. So all the tenants of the building were sitting down in these chairs from the memorial and the superintendent of the building was running this memorial. Right. Mm-hmm. And she she's older. She's New York crass. And she's OK. Everybody sit down. I know nobody liked him, but we got to do this for uh, insurance reasons. <laughs> I, <Right>? know. I <laughs> know. I start laughing. Well, one of the things about the show, too, it made me it like it made me realize New York living. There's nothing like it. Like as I was watching the show, there's a scene where there's a fire drill and they really have to evacuate the building because somebody got murdered. But I started looking at it. I was like, watching. I was like, how crazy all these. You have to walk down all these flights of stairs with all these strangers in your bathrobe. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, no. Like, I think there will become a time where we have to really at if my career continues to go on this trajectory, there might be a time where we might have to spend a, a significant in time of New York and L.A. But I will say this right now. I don't know that I'm going to love it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> not. I don't know. Not coming from here where I have space and fresh air. Yeah, it's going to be very different. For sure. But it doesn't mean you're moving there. It just means you might be spending time there, like you said. Oh, the, let's um, pray to God it's in fall or spring. <laughs> really? The three of these people, characters, are looking at everybody in the attendance at this memorial like they're, suspect, they're, they're suspects, <laughs> right? And Martin Short is talking to them, but he's <laughs> recording them. And he's asking them questions that you normally would not ask somebody at a memorial, you know, yeah. and he's recording them. So he's like, it's sometimes he's even <laughs> like, do you mind if I record you when the person's crying? Yeah. And they're like, I'd prefer yeah. that you don't. <laughs> that Somebody said the victim is a little less likable than a dead cat. <laughs> and didn't he, what was the thing he said to the, there's this bell, like there's a, a building manager Right. And he says something to her. She says something to him and he says, I can't think. Oh, of I got any- it. Hang on. What is it? What's the no, line? What, what happens is the building manager takes Martin Short aside and says, I want to let you know you're eight months behind in your rent. And he and he hands her some long story. And she says, don't fuck with me, Oliver. And he says, I can't think of anything less pleasant. <laughs> And she turns around and she says, that makes two of us. <laughs> the way they do that scene, 
is absolutely hilarious because she's really old. He's the jokes old himself. Are, the jokes are tight. The jokes are very tight. They're very they're, tight. They're tight and quick, and it's it's they're quippy. Good. They're funny. It's they're good. Quick, so it definitely is worth watching. It's a unique. It's well written. It's it's it takes off on the comedy sense of humor of Mart uh, Steve Martin and Martin mm-hmm. Short. Definitely that type of humor. It's but, a unique brand of comedy. Martin Short and Steve Martin have a reputation of being very campy in their comedy, almost slapsticky at times. Yes. Very prop comic heavy. And yeah. this is not. This is them in a very structured, script heavy, character heavy role. And it's not like what they were at their beginning of their career. So don't expect that. But with that said, is it still funny? Absolutely. Each episode, the good thing about each episode is only a half an hour long. Very easily digestible. Very easily. Mm -hmm. And they also read that they purposely hired veteran actors in all these significant parts. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get some really good acting. It's really good. Now, I do want to say, so, actually, we're almost out of time. We got some Selena Gomez tea that I'm going to tell you in the pay pay. Let's do 60 second hot takes then. Okay. Do you watch any new shows this week? God, did I watch any new shows? I don't know if I told you this already, but I did start watching Selling OC on Netflix, which is a strand of Selling Sunset, kind of. They have Selling Sunset, they have Selling Tampa, now they have Selling OC. Do I love it? Yes. Do I hate it? Also, yes. I love it because the houses that they're selling are now, instead of just like in the Hollywood Hills, which I find miserable, they're beachside in like Laguna, Huntington Beach, Newport, or, you know, it's it's Orange County amazing these houses are amazing and i'm also amazed at how much people are paying for such little square footage anyway that's amazing the drama it is the it is the most dramatic out of any of the selling blank seasons to the point where towards the end you're kind of just like oh give me a break however terribly addicting so I'm going to give it maybe seven out of 10. Yeah, it's a love-hate relationship I have. I, it's like a train wreck. I can't look away. What about you? There's two things I watched. I watched, remember we did a podcast on the untold stories and we yes. did anti Teo. Oh my God, stop. Did you watch the hockey one? I watched the hockey one. It is. What's it called? Blow your mind. I forgot what the name of it was. It's the Untold series on Netflix. And this one is, it's the hockey one. And it's about a minor league hockey team run by the mob. And this mobster buys a minor league team and gives it to his 17-year-old high school senior son, who is just the the ultimate degenerate. Yeah. Exactly. So I did watch that. What was the thing he said when he went to kindergarten, this kid, because he was raised around the mob, he went to kindergarten and everybody, the teacher said, what did you learn on your summer vacation? Yeah. And kids were like, oh, I learned to be a good person and I learned to share and I learned this. And they get to that kid and he goes, I learned don't rat on your friends no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) He's very mob heavy. So I did watch it. 
good. It's 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 a a, a good story to watch because it's so unbelievable. It just blows oh, yeah. your mind. Like, are you kidding me? And it's a true story. A little bit of a spoiler alert. It's another one of those documentaries that are going to make you realize that laws and the government aren't real. And if you have enough money, you can get out of anything, which is disgusting, mm-hmm. but true, sadly. Anyway, that's all the time we have. I also watched another... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I also watched another movie with Dad. A new movie out. It's called Me Time. It's with Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg. Now, yeah, I know you watched it. I was with stars. you. Oh, were you with me? Yeah. Well, we all fell asleep. It was terrible. It I was terrible. Say Don't terrible. anybody. It was terrible. It was boring. It was the plot was ridiculous. It was terrible. It, I, I didn't like it, just so you know. New well, Patreon members. Any new Patreon members? That's her fan at my... No new Patreon members this week. Hey, guys, we love you so much. Thank you for listening to the show, and we'll see you next time on... Let's Watch TV, everybody. Bye. See ya. See ya.